Hey, welcome to All for One and One for All, and this is a podcast that we have put together to think things through and talk about them together. It's uh, why it's just cool enough to work. Uh, we're thinking that the uh, we're acting on the theory that uh, using our words is a fine form of combat, and we're uh, clobbering ourselves with good ar- ideas, clobbering ourselves and each other with good ideas. It's caused us to uh, sit down across all kinds of differences. Um, I have a secret plan today that I have been uh, telling my friends about. They don't, uh, they, they're not sure if they like it, but the plan I have for today that we'll be discussing is uh, since the Proud Boys are about, give me, give me the credo the right way. Uh, you make no apologies for Western civilization and for, how does it go again? I am a proud Western chauvinist, and right. I will not, uh, and I will not apologize for creating the modern world. Is that that you guys got that right? Okay, good. So I'm. I went to. Get on my do you feel good? What is that's, this like? You want to share that with the rest of the class? <laughs> so, uh, I was going to ask. Did, will your phone get on my Facebook profiles? Because I got that live video. Yeah, I'm yeah. Just I going to see what people's oh, we'll like questions. Loop it back. Oh, that's such I a good see idea. What oh, that's are. great. Yeah, yeah, we should definitely do that. So here's what I would like to say to that. Uh, I'd like to quote uh, a very smart guy from another culture, uh, Mahatma Gandhi, who said, Western civilization is a terrific idea. We should try it. And I think it to be a wonderful piece of jujitsu to take a look at the tradition, the Western tradition that you're into. Uh, I happen to receive an education in that. I went to Reed College and a whole bunch of other colleges. I was a, a tag kid. I got into homework like you have no idea. I love reading books. And I'm also very excited. Uh, I have to take a little bit of a digression. I don't know if the um, camera can catch this, but we just got through my junk business, Good Garbage. Uh, we just filled up the clubhouse with the greatest books. Some books. great lefty, probably. Because there's so many cool books. Some great lefty was collecting a huge amount of books. And we now have about the coolest bookstore I can imagine. Not since I have been at Laughing Horse Books. Coincidentally, and you might love this, Antifa has a particularly hated Laughing Horse Books. Mm. And burned it to the ground, essentially. Why, though? Yeah, good question. Because they don't like like free speech. Well, I think that's... It's hard to escape that opinion. I also share that opinion. And I would I share that opinion from a very left position. Mm. Uh, I actually think they're about the worst thing that could happen to the left ever. And I think they're they're if they're not a plant to destroy the left, they're doing just such a very very good job. They drove Laughing Horse Bookstore out of existence. Uh, people like them drove the Red and Black Cafe out of existence. Both of those I didn't start uh, Laughing Horse Books, but I did start the Red and Black Cafe. And it was a damn good idea. Also, refusing to serve cops a cup of coffee was another part of the downfall of that. Also, making it so that acting like it was oppressive to serve cream in people's coffee, which I think is also oppressive. When people have coffee, they like to have cream. No, you don't get to have cream. Weird. People didn't continue to support the cafe. Anyway, what I would like to do today, though, I don't want to fuck with Antifa today. Uh, I know it will fuck with them to have a bookstore, and to, and I know it fucks with them to have a garden. And Jesus, what do you do about it? You're going to wreck a garden? You're going to wreck a bookstore? You're mm. going to wreck a kid's class? That would make you look super shitty. Yeah. Um, what I want to do, though, is fight with you today, because that's what I think is going to be the most fun thing to do. 
And I, in the tradition of teaching Brazilian jiu-jitsu, which is my main job gig, uh, and uh, stand-up comedy, which I used to enjoy a lot, I will take your ideas, fuck with them, and show that my ideas are better. You, I will get paid for this, uh, and people will pay me memberships. Welcome to my shop. I'm glad you came here. Um, so what I think is going to happen is that you're going to encounter the Western tradition as I have encountered it, and, and you're going to discover... Well, show the questions. Sorry about that. Well, you're gonna trying to find the the comments. Oh, I don't that's think cool. Anybody's commented yet. Can I try? Yeah, go ahead. Can go I lay this continue, idea yeah. on you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I really want you to hear this one because I I want to get your best response to it. I'm not just trying to talk at you. I'm not just gonna filibuster. I do talk a lot. Sorry. So, in the Western tradition, if you like it, the whole philosophical tradition starts with Socrates, and Socrates said, you know. I'm not so sure I'm so smart, but brother, I don't see you being so smart either. And I love Socrates, not just because he had fucked up ears and he wrestled, but he because he got busy. He didn't write down a thing, but he would challenge people's ideas and assertions. And the truth might, you know, wackiness might ensue and the truth might break out at any time, much as a hockey game might fight, might break out in the middle of any fist fight. Like mm. you never know what could happen. Mm. And in this fist fight, what we're happening, well, we're not really doing a fist fight. It's more like jujitsu. I don't really want to hurt you. I actually think this, uh, this idea of Western civilization includes paying good attention to other cultures, includes paying attention to the best ideas and the best practices from anywhere in the world. And I would submit that the best thing about America is that we are willing to learn from anybody and we are willing to welcome anybody who's got a good idea, willing to build a better mat, mousetrap, willing to start a better business. Anybody who shows up here and can outcompete the sad losers who are here already should proceed to win. And I would say that one of the winning ideas that's been with us all along is critical thinking. And I would say furthermore that uh, part of the Western tradition is Hegel and Marx and an understanding of how class operates in history so that the wealthy use us and our labor to crush us and take as much as they can. I would actually submit that in this moment, the tradition of struggle um, that starts out with everybody trying to eat each other's lunch, right? We're all trying to eat each other's lunch. We're all competing. But the people who already have all the lunch are getting even more and more and more of the lunch. And they're taking more and more and more because in the competition, the struggle for all the goodies, the ones that already have more have an advantage. And if they use their energy not just to get lunch that they would eat, that's what poor people do. That's what working class people do. We eat lunch. Maybe we share lunch. But we don't save crazy hordes of money. But the wealthy, that's exactly what they do. And garbage rises for this reason. They're better able to outcompete, 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 outcompete until they get everything and we have nothing and the economy proceeds to fail because they have gone and taken it all and destroyed a consumer economy. Now, I know it's more complicated than that and you can move things in a different direction. But what I think, if you look at that Western tradition that you're so excited about, and I join you in that excitement, I'm very, I'm very excitable, I'm very excited about all these books, I'm very excited about this company, and I think in this company, what you will see is that the coolest thing is to be part of a community that includes a left, includes a right, where we can talk to each other, 
and where a lot of the good ideas of cultural criticism, a lot of the good ideas about how to live come from other cultures. They may come from Native American culture. We might even decide if we were to continue having a discussion that we might want to continue as a civilization with a place on this earth, learning from the best ideas people have had before and the best ideas they're having in any culture that we might decide to be a people with a future and understand that being the one people we are includes all damn different cultures. And that's a very cool thing about this culture, that, that this culture includes the possibility of welcoming any culture. The English language is so awesome because it's been overrun a whole bunch of times. And it's had the influence, like unlike more so than any other language on earth, it accepts the influence of other languages. Some languages just steal from each other, but English will follow other languages into dark alleys and shake them down for loose grammar. It is a vicious, vicious street, writing, street fighting language, and it will take the good ideas from anybody. It will appropriate them from anybody. I'm real into Taoism, Buddhism, really into the beats. Yeah, take that shit in, take their best ideas. I think we should use them not to destroy them, and hopefully let them keep living because if they produce these great ideas, don't you kind of want to let them live? Right. I think that live and let live project, I think if you give it a good consideration, the conversations we've had lead me to the um, bold expectation that you'll be very happy about that. And isn't it fun to be here? <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> Mm, I don't know. I guess it depends on whether or not, like, if does your culture say that you're, you need to take over my culture and force me to do what you want? No, me sir. To do. No, not mine. No. But other cultures are like that. There, the cultures that are like that, I think you'll find those ideas are not easy are not easily adopted. It's very hard to shove something down someone else's throat. Mm. And as long as nobody's shoving something down your throat, like reading cool books from other cultures in school, I don't think that counts as something stupid. I think that counts as something very good. Understanding our own culture and understanding the best of other cultures, I think, is Western civilization. I feel like there's uh, bad cultures that are springing up, like the cultures of uh, hate the police. Yes, these subcultures. I think that's a stupid yeah. idea, but that's not a culture. That's a that's like a. Uh, I mean, there is a bit. No, no, you're right. You're celebrating right. drug yeah. dealers. No, you're right. Yeah. No, that's true. I, I I I have no defense against that idea. I have no defense against that idea. People who uh, believe that I think are idiots. I do think that. Um, yeah, go ahead. You're in the middle of making a point. Well, I mean, I guess that just was my point. I mean, because that's not West. That's not the culture of Western civilization. Well, it's now not. hold on, hold on. There's a great tradition in Western civilization of rabble rousing, mm. rabble or slaves, and so rousing people up from their terrible situation. Plato, for instance, you'd be hard pressed to find a, a better representative of the Western tradition than Plato, right? Sure. Surely you must see see this. Um, well, <clears throat> Plato. In his argument with Thrasymachus, right, one of the sophists that came before him said he was trying to argue, what is the law? And Thrasymachus's argument is that the law is the rule of the strength, is the, is the record, and the rules that are made by the strong to rule over the weak. And that the law favors the strong and hurts the weak. Because the poor are allowed in this wonderful free society 
I'm quoting someone else, I think Victor Hugo, to starve under bridge, to live under bridges and eat nothing. Well, the rich also have that freedom, you see. Well, they, they cry for freedom, the freedom to oppress us, the freedom to own slaves. They will fight hard for the freedom to demand that we work for nothing, that we have no clean air to breathe, that we have no clean water to breathe, that they take our public airwaves and sell them back to us, right? That they say, you can have the internet, but we're going to blackmail you and fucking, you know, have this fucking Orwellian bullshit constant surveillance project. Mm -hmm. And that's the world we're going to offer you. Well, fuck you. I don't think we should accept that at all. There's a tradition in the West of rabble-rousing. There's a tradition in the West of struggle. That tradition resulted in women's suffrage, gay liberation. That tradition resulted in Gary Schneider. It resulted in Rachel Carlson. It resulted in a struggle for a clean environment, realized under Richard Nixon, curiously enough. The EPA, Clean Water Act, didn't used to be a right-left thing. I agree we can take... take the good parts from other cultures but like for us to be forced to accept other people's behavior just because it's their culture i don't you know like I don't think if it was yeah, if not, it was okay yeah. like if their culture said it was okay to marry 8 year old girls yeah. you know we don't have to well there are okay cultures that, that do that no we don't have to, don't have to your age okay of consent is something that's arrived at by some means of democratic agreement I'm quite into age-appropriate taboos, and I actually think in the South, I, where you can marry a 14-year-old, if I, which is my understanding, I probably wouldn't like that law very much. But it's a local law. Yeah. That's a local law. And on the right, where that stuff is, is it tends to be marrying a young person tends to be more of a, a like, like a, in Utah, where that's a bit popular, that's the rightmost state in the country. Uh, in the places where um, plural marriage is celebrated and, and institutionalized over the longest haul, uh, that's on the place on the right. Place where child marriage, that's tended to be a conservative idea. It tended my, to be an idea of white guys who want more. My mom was 15 when she got married to my dad. Yeah. Well, and I have an opinion also about this that is sexist. I have a sexist opinion. It's sexist against men. So I tend to believe that, uh, like, I had a relationship uh, with a, uh, an English teacher. I've, I've been reminiscing about this the last couple of days. And I, I think the piece I will make with the English teacher who I, I uh, had a romantic relationship with in high school um, did me no end of good. She was so smart. She was so great. And she, was, she took a risk to have a relationship with, what, I think I was 16. And I don't think anything but good happened to it. Now, if there was a, a, a young lady having that relationship with a, uh, with a male teacher, God, I don't care what his story is. Do you? I don't care what his story is. It's not cool. And that's sexism, right? Mm-hmm. I actually tend to think, just like uh, in terms of who goes into the boys' bathroom, who gives a shit, honestly? Who cares who goes... If some guy really feels bad about somebody else being in there, I don't think that's very cool at all. But, like, Harvard and Yale and a bunch of other really good schools didn't used to have women's bathrooms. They didn't have any place for women to pee. Well, they were supposed... They were allowed them in, and they didn't even have a place to pee. 
You know, women ought to be able to go to the goddamn bathroom and they ought to be able to go to any college that they want to. They ought to be able to have some freedom to have an experience without guys fucking being there when they have to sit down and pee. Yeah. Right? Let them alone. Yeah. Let them alone. And if you want to have gender-neutral bathrooms, that's far out. But honestly, like, that's another place where I'm a bit sexist against guys. Right? I am a guy. I don't need to be defended very much. They have three bathrooms. Male, female, great, and Democrats. Great. Well, that's all fine. And I think it's good kindness to just make a bathroom that's like a family changing room. And it's like a stupid thing to fight over because let somebody live. Live and let live. If somebody wants to be transgender or like that, hey, great. You know, live and let live. But now if it's super intrusive, I have a hard time remembering everybody's stupid name. I just don't. By the, I have so many friends, I shouldn't complain about this. I'm very grateful to all my friends and even to the people who don't like me all the time. I'm grateful to you for being fabulous. You don't have to like me. Fine. But I don't have to even know who you are, and I can't. I can only know so many names, and I don't know what somebody's supposed to be called until I get to know them and, and remember them. And yeah, you have a right to be bent if I don't remember your name right. I don't remember your gender right. You have a right to be bent about that. That's fine. And we can adjust a part based on my memory. But I think there's a fair way to adjudicate these kinds of things. I don't want to impose on people. I think imposition is impolite and kind of gross. And I think freedom to kind of think, you know, yeah. I also think it was one of the best things that's happened is people don't do gay bashing, but they did when I was a kid. You probably remember that when people would get attacked for just being gay. I remember that, yeah. You might be, I hope to hear that, I would actually like to hear, do people on the right or do people on the Proud Boys have a strong stance among the people who would be listening to you? I dare you to have a stance against attacking people who are gay. Do you already have that? There's a lot of gay people on the Proud Boys. A lot. See, this is a strong argument. Hit me with it. Because you'll kick my ass with no, this No, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of... I'm ignorant. Of I don't know. I would say probably. Like in, there's a lot of gay Nazis. Or not Nazis, but a lot of... Sorry. <laughs> I think that's funny. I was that's Blues, pretty Blues deeply Brothers ingrained reference. in him still. In Philadelphia. <laughs> Blues Brothers bet, reference. The gay bet, Nazis. Sorry In Philadelphia, about that. I bet 25% of the Proud Boys were, were gay. There's a lot of gay people on the right. I mean, okay. Yeah, no, nobody, it's, uh... Well, that's fine. And I think I, I brought up before, you know, the, I went to a rally in well, Eugene, actually, and this guy... Well, yeah, go ahead, on. go ahead. So, so he, he told me, you know, 30 years ago, I was left of center, and I think a lot of the people who were even considered yeah. extreme right or far right today would have been left of center 30 years ago, because a lot of us that don't really... the mind, at, at least, at, most of the ones I've met, in fact, all of them that I've had conversations with, don't care whose genitals you like to put in your mouth at all. Right. It's it's not the, I don't whatever care. you do. Don't I don't even want to know. Right. And yeah, it's cuz it's cuz it's gross. I mean, right? I guess it's it's yeah. it's not my business. Like if if you were to tell me right now in this moment that you used to be a woman, I you t- can't totally catch me off guard. Because you didn't it, I come give here you a and impose warning. I should huh? give you a trigger warning. Trigger warning? Yeah, because you're a snowflake if you you couldn't stand to know this. Right. (laughs) Let me give you a trigger warning. Uh, Mm -hmm. One of the people I admire most in the world and to whom I was married is the guy now. Oh, Sorry, you, you, I should have given you a trigger warning. No, you warning. did. You did tell me that oh, actually before. That, yeah, we're you spoiled it. You hardly no, ever. Shit, you hardly alert. ever see it that spoiler way. Alert. You hardly ever see it that way. Well, I know I'm flipping Where the script a girl on a fun way. Right. Into a guy. No, no, no. I think that's actually pretty common. 
It is pretty common. Actually, I think if you, you mostly hear really push, like men are, this is my opinion, but um, men are pushier than women. I don't think I'm going to get an argument. And men who change, people who were men who changed gender, right, don't stop being pushy. And they don't stop being pushy about it. And sometimes they don't stop changing gender. They just insist on being included in the women's book group having done nothing except demand that they be called a woman. God, that's weird. I've seen Let that, the women have some space, please. Right, I, I've seen that Lesbian women who want to just hang around with other lesbian women, can they really not have a break, please? I, I've seen that personally significantly more with, with women who are quote-unquote transitioned into men who come in dressed as women in women's clothes with short pink hair and then demand to be called men in men's names and are very intrusive. It's pushy. Yeah, yeah, it's pushy. And, I, and I've seen that, and like I said, my experience has been far more that that women who, whatever transition or are in, what right. in transit, whatever into men or into uh, Tupperware right. sexuals or whatever, right. are far more pushy than than the men. I mean, I also start, I also start getting a little bit uncomfortable because who gives a shit what I think or or any of us, right? Like, mm-hmm. is it easier for me, like? Uh, have I met like it, it's sort of like have I met more people of one culture who are particularly awesome I think whenever I meet somebody like some of the people who I most admire right there are literally some of the people who I most admire and that particular man I was telling you about I think one of the coolest men I have ever met in my life was one of the most cool women when she was a woman just I just I just think he is one of the coolest people we, when we were together mm-hmm. There wasn't a lot of sex, but part of what happened was I just read then her writing and loved it. We were like best friends, and we were like cuddly. I still have cuddly friends like that, but it's just not particularly sexual. Well, little did I know that that was letting uh, uh, there be some kind of interest that just giving her a break from too much male attention. It's Portland, Portland, Oregon, folks. Portland, Portland problems, right? Portland. So it was Portland. It was, in fact, it was Reed College where we were having the Western I, Becks collection <laughs> experience. Anyway, all that was just to say, give a woman, I think, a chance. Give a woman, I think, a chance to, to have a little peace, and oftentimes you'll be surprised by how much cool attraction happens. I really do think we need to give women a little bit of space. Uh... We talk a lot about consent because I'm obsessed with this. But I actually think, um, yeah, and I, you get what I'm saying. But I really think that, like, um, yeah. it's easy to be impressed. I think when, we, when we're looking at people in different cultures, if they're acting in a praiseworthy fashion, like, let's say, writing great poetry or doing great carpentry or, like, killing it on the recycling front, their ideas get real interesting. And this particular guy I'm talking about is just does awesome things mm. from sun up to sundown so every confusing, goddamn day. Because I don't know, you're talking about a woman a who guy used now. to be a woman. It's a guy now. Okay. Guy now. All right. You it can makes my it. brain out. I don't want to use his name because, it, you know, he's a person who just didn't consent to being in this. Right. But, but of one of the greatest people I've ever known. Right. That's all I'm saying. Well, I, I think we're all on the same page with it, it being when the core of your personality is your sexuality, it's just gross. Whether you're, you're transgender or well, I mean, or and if you want to talk about sexual... Or, what? Brad Pitt is gross for being... He's a sex symbol. What the fuck is wrong with that? That's, yeah, that's, that's, not, what ta- that's not what I'm talking about Well, that's a straight guy doing it. Yeah, but he's not like... He's not talking about he how is. his... 
his relationship with guys and how this and how he feels about it. Okay, he's Don not Juan doing DeMarco. That. He's what not, you got he's, against it's Don not like Juan in DeMarco. your face. I mean, but I don't like I don't want all my talks. I, I wouldn't be interested to be to be about sex. You well, know, let me I give you one. Let me give you one back at you. I love women. I love women. Like the people who are like like they're famous, like Cyrano de Bergerac, famous for. And I don't hear a lot of complaints on the right about that guy talking about women all the time and talking about how much he loves. I know you got a lot of stuff to think about. You don't have to comment on every goddamn thing. Just like every Muslim person who might have something else to say doesn't constantly have to, or every Christian person, like I would want them to speak out against the Klan. Yeah, they got a lot of other shit to do too. That's a very Christian hate group. There's very Muslim hate groups. God damn it, there's hate groups of all kind. There's a feminist hate group called the Society for Cutting Up Men. I don't like them. <laughs> Right? I don't like them. They shot Andy Warhol. Valerie Solano shot angry Andy Warhol. I, I used to have fights in Laughing Horse Books. We shouldn't sell this book. This is calling for terrorism against men. This yeah. is terrible. It's right in the title. Mm-hmm. Well, we had that argument and I lost it every time. But it's just, it's just white, man. Sorry. It's a bummer. I just think hate just is white. bad. <laughs> I'm such a nutcase. I think hating people is bad. But whatever. I mean, I'm not a. I'm not a. I can handle being hated. It's fine. But I don't really want to do the hating. Well, there's like a like. There's this gay couple at a baseball game, and they're like making out at the baseball game, right? I mean, you don't just, like making out at the baseball game. The kiss cam. And you don't the, like and the kiss the, and a lot, a lot of people made a big deal about it, and they're just like, oh, well, it's just because it's a, it's it's a gay couple. You know, if it was a guy and a girl, that'd be okay. No, it's not okay. Really, you don't like guy and girl kissing? It's not all right. Let me. Let, you give got me your the kids there with you in these from people. victory. The victory uh, photograph at the end of World War II of the sailor and the woman kissing, and there's the bending over. You don't like that photograph? I like that photograph. This guy. I just, want there to this be guy just got back from war. I, I, I kissed I the shit out of my the, girlfriend. I don't, I don't think we're talking about it. I kissed the shit out of my girlfriend. Yeah, and making out and, and tonguing each other. I have at done the it. baseball I've been game. Well, you I've got been, your kids yeah, here okay. at the baseball game. All right, no, then not. make that argument in the specific thing. That's fine. I have been told on the dance floor that I was too much kissing my girlfriend too, and that's fine. You're right. But the community, basically what I would have to concede to you is the community has a right to say, this isn't such a sexual zone, and let's make it less so. But if you already have a kiss cam, which is the, is the baseball game saying, you get on this camera, you're on the camera, kiss cam, you may not like that. But if the, you don't like that, you didn't put on the ball game, and the kiss cam is for kissing. It's not for boys and girls See, kissing. It's not, it's not for, for girls out. and girls kissing. It's for kissing. It's not for making out and oh, grinding on each other. It's not to your taste. Shit. Fine, you're welcome to be a cranky old man. I've but been I mean, too. no, they shouldn't be allowed to, to shouldn't decide. Shouldn't be allowed. They oh, shouldn't shit. be allowed to decide now, what's appropriate for your children. They shouldn't be allowed. They shouldn't. Who should be allowed? You, right? For your children? Well, how come you run things for my kids in my school? How come? Who decides what the textbook is? You're, if everybody goes to goes school, a long way. you don't have to. That, everybody goes to school. There's times and places for things, and like mm-hmm. uh, a baseball game is not the time. To people be get to decide this. People in the stands. Well, I would actually give you this. People have a right to decide democratically the time and the manner 
of speech, and they get to decide what's reasonable. And there's a matter of attunement, which is, I think, the ultimate, what I hope to come out of this, right? Like, you say something that's got some real sense to it. Wendell Berry says this. Like, I, I don't like the idea of shock jocks. I don't like, those are disproportionately on the right. I don't like the idea of shocking art that's disproportionately on the left, of the idea that take the symbols of somebody's religion, Christianity sometimes, and throw a cross in a, in a bunch of piss. Well, Jesus, that's, that's, that's personally hurtful. That's like, a, that's like a, a hurtful thing to do. That happened to be on the left. Well, it's, it's hurtful to try to think of the most shitty thing you can say and then turn it into your stand-up comedy act. Andrew Dice Clay did that. And it was like, it's not much comedy in it. I've seen good comedy, and I've seen good comedy that offends people, but then I've seen things that don't look like anything but an attack. And then I'm bummed out. But I do think you're right that if you're having your church service, you should be able to decide what that church service looks like. The church I'm currently not attending is the Unitarian Church. And every year we get together, or every other year. <laughs> the one you're currently we, not attending. That's right. And we <laughs> and we decide what hymns will we sing, and it changes. Uh-huh. And the Unitarian Universalist Church, they merged the kind of poor person's church of the, un, uh, the Universalists and the, and the rich person's church of the un, uh, Unitarians, Thoreau and all them, Emerson, they were all Unitarians. Um, they got together in 1961 and they have sprinted to the left ever since. They have like, they democratically decide on their liturgy. And I think that what we worship changes over time. There is no immutable word of God. Those things have been changed with every translation. And what Western civilization is, is a constant reinventive process. It's not something you freeze in time. It's a method. It's called thinking for yourself and reading pretty poems and thinking about good thoughts and challenging each other. This is what happened towards the end of the Roman Empire. It's what happened at the Golden Age. The go- a society in its Golden Age is not afraid of its opinion. All and it's not such a snowflake. It's not such a snowflake that they can't handle cool other thoughts that are challenging. Trigger warning, I may say things that bug you. I've talked a lot. Well, I mean, it's not the, like, uh, the the... It pisses me off the morality stuff, uh, and like in the halftime show, in the NFL, things like that. Because I don't, I don't watch them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can, I don't, I don't even, I don't, like I don't watch football anymore. I don't watch football anymore yeah. because of that. And I don't like the, I don't like the fact that most of the NFL players are have a criminal record, and I don't mm-hmm. like the thought of people. Teaching their kids to mm-hmm. idolize criminals. I don't think a culture of celebrity is healthy. No. I actually think our whole culture of celebrity is dead set yeah. wrong. You'll get no argument out of me. I can't stand the whole culture of celebrity. My culture is fun. I am fundamentally alienated from my stupid fucking culture. So I it like kind of tradition. pisses me off because I yeah. used to like football, but I yeah. can't support the NFL anymore. I can't. Well, if you like football, you'll. The thing to do is participate. I'm gonna get you into jujitsu. You're gonna love it. Yeah, that's more fun. Yeah, yeah, sure. Dancing <laughs> go, go. is something not to watch on a half, but halftime show. It's something to do. I, gotta, I have to amazing. put my riot helmet on and run my, my riot vest. God, is why does that always got to be about that? <laughs> Make love, a big, don't a big bubble around me. I don't. Why you got to do that? I got to say, it's been nicer. I am not. I can I also say, just a little bit here. 
I do want to say, um, you get to protest. I think I may have even said this to you before. You get to protest. You have a right to do that. It's an American city. You're welcome to be there. Um, I don't like when people do when people try to shove something down somebody's throat. Mm-mm, like here's yeah. a way of doing that. Like in Northern Ireland, there used to be Protestants who would march in triumphal marches someplace they knew they weren't going to be appreciated, and they would they would try to pick a fight by marching down the street. Or there will be people in the KKK who march in an African American neighborhood. And or a, or there'll be Nazis that march in a Jewish neighborhood. KKK Tr- were Democrats whenever know, that happened. I know that's whenever true. That that's true. Uh, and in fact, Roosevelt, my uh, Franklin Roosevelt, uh, opposed uh, the illegalization of lynching. Democratic administration was presented with the opportunity to end lynching, uh, and they they did not until very recently even do that. Yes, there's ugly, ugly history. You're totally right about that. What was I saying before that? You're right about that. Um, uh, oh, you can march. You can march in ways that are that are provocations, and shoving it down somebody's throat can sometimes look like that. And I'll just tell you, I don't like that you guys got attacked. I don't like. I don't think anybody should get attacked. If you go someplace looking like you're looking for a riot. It doesn't play well around here. But a lot of the, people don't like it. After the riot starts, isn't the best time to get suited up for that? Like I like I if, get you. If I go, I go I don't wearing have to all like this. It, though. I go wearing all this stuff because I've already been places where I've been attacked before. Right. So every I know time you I, guys come to town, I'm bummed out. Well, I well, like like you. Alan said, probably a few times at least. Uh, the Proud Boys and these types of organizations are a reaction. Right. They weren't an action. So we're, we're not coming right. to You're stir things up. Yeah. You're reactionaries. I get that. No, and I even think it's legitimate to be, like, people on the left are often, like, times use reactionary, like it's, like, an, a, an ugly word. But it's so funny. Like, I'm a, I'm a dialectical materialist. Mm-hmm. So what the fuck is dialectic? That's when you have, you put forth a thesis, you say something, and then somebody argues against it, right? And a larger truth results. Mm-hmm. Thesis, antithesis, synthesis. It's older than Hegel, but Hegel made it popular and Marx made it more popular still. It's how argument moves forward, right? Sure. You say something, maybe, or I say something, maybe you say something. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, I have to concede this part's more true. It's how we move the dialogue forward. Well, re- reaction, That's the Western tradition, by the way. Reaction without thought can be bad because if if yeah. somebody if somebody was to bump into you on the sidewalk and you turned around and just broke his jaw, maybe right. you should have thought, maybe you should have given them a chance to apologize right. for accidentally bumping into you because right. they were facing backwards right. and went to pick something up. Right. But if we want democracy... Mm-hmm then you've got to let reactionary people have their say too. And their say can't be acted like, like what people believe, like words are not the same thing as, as violence to someone else. Now, I do think there is such a thing as if you couple some words with violence, if you say uh, you of a race show up in Oregon and you will not see the sunrise. Well, Oregon had in its constitution, it was illegal to be black in Oregon at all. Hmm. It was founded by Confederate veterans, right? Among other people, settled by. 
And it was in the Oregon Constitution, you could not be black here. What do you think about that? I don't think that was right. Yeah, it's not right, right? I mean, that's a pretty easy thing to get agreement on. Yeah, that's yeah. not right. And those mm. changes had to happen, right? Like, that's awful. And actually, what if we talk to each other like, like we're doing, this is not like provoking a, a, a bad thing. And, and I, don't, I hope people wouldn't see this. I, I fear some people will see the discussion we're having, the argument even that we're having, as like something we shouldn't do. But the strongest argument against it is when you say something to me and I'm like, well, damn it all, I got to think about that. Or, yeah, you know what, I don't, I, I elide, I don't pay attention to that problem when it comes from people who I tend to agree with a bit more. I agree with you this morning about the, the environmental stuff. Yeah, I it's agree, really I shitty that that it. came to be partisan. I when agree, when yeah. there were two parties competing over who could be the most environmental, it was way better. When Democrats won that and got all that support, was terrible. Both parties should be competing over who can be the most environmental. I think, but I, think, I just the, the, the I have the problem when somebody when, when you try to force people because maybe I'm wrong, uh-huh. or or if or I can try to spread it by convincing other people, but I don't like forcing other people to do stuff. I can't, I can't get into that. Well. And where we went this morning that I want to draw, like, we have building codes. It's true. A better builder doesn't, is constrained sometimes by building codes. But let's say we all set the same kind of power. What's the power going to be? Is it going to be AC? Is it going to be DC? This is an overall societal choice. You can't decide house by house what the power system is. You can't decide house by house what the sewer system is. And I would say as a culture, for instance, we should decide not to put poop in drinking water, but we should have a composting toilet solution like we want to be a society that gives a shit about the future. If we give a shit about the future, it was Texans who said, no, don't mess with Texas. And that's the most successful of all anti-littering campaigns. We'd have to make the government just a little bit bigger to do that. And we just keep making it a little bit bigger and a little bit bigger so we can make it possible for them to fine us for doing stuff. You won't get an argument out of me as an anarchist or a libertarian socialist to the extent that I am one. Of course I don't want oppressive government. Of course I don't. But how do we decide on what the sewer system is? That's government sometimes is we the people. It should always be we the people. That's yeah, what city councils be. are for. That's what that's what yeah. all these types of things are for. All or of these the provisions people. were put in place yeah. for for the last two hundred and whatever years, so that everything would be you know the city is going to decide this, the county can decide that, and and the decisions would fall where they were appropriate, and you didn't have a ruling power that could come in and say, well, you can't wash your car in the driveway unless you can reclaim all of the water. Now here's the difficulty, though. Sometimes societies contain such contradictions that they become untenable. This is another Hegelian idea. That, uh, that means it's related to Hegel. So they, societies and people contain contradictions. Like a person can love his life and be an alcoholic. They can do some, love something and be, do suicidal things. We can be a culture trying hard to live in some ways and trying as hard as it can to die in others. If it's unsustainable, if it has no future, then it will become insane, in my opinion. And it's kind of containing its own contradictions. Insanity is a person unable to shed their contradictions and live in integrity. That's what I think insanity is. 
And one of the insanities that's forced on us is we live as a culture with no future. We dump plastic into the oceans that will proceed to not work out. And if we let it happen, if we let people shit in the pool, we don't get to have a good pool. I think you would agree with me that we should not let people shit in the pool. I think that we, I think that we keep uh, most of the, of the plastic out of the oceans, and I think it comes from other parts of the world that we're not controlling. So we're more worried about us. You always than... should worry more about. We always should worry more about what we ourselves can do. If I, I should not kill first before I even not let somebody else kill. Okay, so we pretty much got all of ours straightened up here. So now it's time to start so worrying we about We create where more trash than anyone else on Earth. Before no, we not, miss it. not plastics in the ocean. I can show you a picture of one of the we, places. It's a constant it's stream a, of trash going yeah. straight under the ocean. So, so, Shit's bad all over. Power corrupts, and absolute power corrupts absolutely. That saying is, I think, centuries old at this point. It's it's old, but it's a contention. It's not an axiomatic truth. So, well, here's here's the thing, though. It it always, almost always, and almost always proves itself to be true. I could I so, could contradict it straight up, but you go ahead first, and then I'll take that one apart. So okay, so we can go we can go back to that, but right. But really, every time I look in a history book, somebody gets into power who shouldn't be. And there becomes a problem, and then they seek more power. So, oh, and you constrain them democratically. You constrain them if power. you can, if it's possible. Right, and, and you and know who usually does that is the left. People with guns. Well, if the people with guns are in support of the institution that has too much power, then it just means that it has that much more. Already. Which is, which is why which is why we have smaller government. And why the people of the United States are the most heavily armed in the entire world, because we will always have the power to take away from those who, who aim to this oppress us. This is such an amusing argument, because what you're saying is, uh, this country I love so much, I must have the freedom to take up arms against it. Yes, and this, yeah, absolutely. Well, that was, that was follow me, part follow of... Follow me a second. If you're saying the worst thing in the world is that people attack us with our ideas, but we should use our physical handguns to threaten them. We shouldn't use terrorism, but having a fucking gun out in your hand or being armed, like walking around armed with fucking AK-47s and whatever bullshit, like in a place, that is a terrorist fucking action. You're terrifying. I'll tell you what, my kid, like say I'm walking with my four-year-old daughter and she's like looking at that. I don't have a four-year-old daughter. I'm just making it. Like if she fucking looks at that and she's like, Dad, I'm fucking scared of that guy with the big gun. Then I'm like, Right, that's totally scary. We have to deal with that in the public space, and I am powerless to stop that because this group of fucking idiots decided to come into my town, and they decided to terrorize my town because they wanted to show they can fight better than the idiots that are already here that I have to deal with all the time. Believe me, I fucking don't like Antifa. So that's way left field of the point. I know. I'm being unreasonable. Yeah. I have another unreasonable point for you. <laughs> you want another unreasonable point? I know if we're, we're off, if we're off topic, yeah, sure. Let's hear it. Well, you said absolute power corrupts absolutely, and I got a bone to pick with that. I, I, you'll be surprised in this, but I don't think so once you give it a moment of thought. Notice how you try to get yourself stronger. I happen to know that you do. You're getting stronger all the time. We were lifting weights the other day. Not really in real life, of course. Nobody would lift weights in real life. That's an unhealthy activity. I didn't just admit to it. 
But you try to get stronger, right? I'm sure you're only doing it in your isolated uh, jail cell, doing your sit-ups, push-ups, pull-ups, pull-up squats that the vicious state is not has at least not stopped you from doing. So I just got everything I could at Walmart. And we're doing right. it all at home. You're trying isolation. to get stronger. Uh-huh. You're trying to get stronger. I'm trying to get stronger. We want to be philosophically, more powerful. everything. Right. right. That's why we're in part of the better. reason we're here. Right. right. That's what we're right. here for. Steel sharpens steel, and here we go. Right. Tra la la. Yes, that's the Western tradition. Also, everybody's trying to get stronger. Everybody is. There's people, on, and there's people who will use all kinds of tools to do so. They will use old boy networks. They will get together with people who look like them, and they will help each other. People in fraternities help each other. People who are part of the Urban League help each other. People who are at the bake up Baking League or at the church, they all help each other. Do you think people are generally bad or just generally stupid? Just stay with me. All right. So people are all the time trying to make themselves stronger. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the world. We are all trying to make ourselves more powerful. And the check on that as humans is if somebody gets too powerful so that they trample on everybody else then what humans tend to do is work together to check that power that's what democracy is all about it sort of sucks as a way of coordinating everybody but as a check on power it's mildly a little bit effective sometimes and usually like in the case of the Magna Carta it's where we we oftentimes look at that as the beginning of democracy or, or a beginning of democracy in England right so one of the things they did is constrain what the powerful could do. Nobles constrained what the king could do. They basically kidnapped him, essentially, and they threatened him. So I'm not disagreeing with your point no, at all. No, it's I'm saying kind of your point. It, it is. It is. Right. It goes to my point. At the end of the day, though, sometimes the pen can't do it all. And sometimes, and it's unfortunate because it shouldn't have to. Right. We should always be able to sit down and work it out and say, hey, look, because I've had to fire people. And you sit down and you say, hey, look, you're not working out. This is why. I appreciate right. your time and I appreciate that you, you tried and, you know, whatever. Or, you know, or you just you right. kept showing up drunk. You need to go the fuck home. Whatever the case. Sure. And, and I'll find somebody else to do the job. And who can you check? Whose behavior can you check best? Your My own. own. Of course. And so whose country can you fix up best? Mine. Right. Like the one that's polluting, you might want to put your first, like deal with the shit in your own, that you're, that's before you point out what's in somebody else's eye, maybe you want to take care of your own, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Which is why we're worried about the fucking straws, because it's in our own town. Can you let us decide how we want it in our own fucking city, Alan? Jesus. (laughs) If we don't like having fucking straws all over the place, if we want to make it so that you know, it's our own fucking town. You want to let us have that? Have what's okay. what's interesting, too, is you talk <laughs> to people. The, the people, here, people of, of San Francisco that I've spoken to, yeah. which is a small handful. My brother's got friends out there. Right. Uh, they're more concerned with the plastic needles that are all yeah, over the city and the it. human yeah. shit that is yeah, everywhere right. than they ever were I with know. plastic straws. Yeah. So that wasn't, that wasn't, right. I don't know what that was exactly, but it didn't, it didn't affect There's the ocean in any measurable way. Yeah, there's a big problem there. And actually, this is one of the contradictions that liberal... So y- you got to know right away that n- n- neither one of us are... Nobody here is... Uh, well, we're liberals in the classic sense. Liberals in the classic sense means we all pay attention to what there is. We learn from each other. That's a liberal... Liberal is another one of those complicated words that switched. People on the right used to call themselves liberal. Yeah. 
Adam Smith was a famous liberal, the founder of of economics. Oh famous yeah, the uh, oh gosh, I used to know the name of the book. Um, uh, no, I, I almost quoted Sigmund Freud. Um, Civilization and its discontents. discontents. I just went that right there. Freud. Yeah, that's Freud. That but Freud. but Adam Smith is uh, the the name of his is like a six book series. The uh, economics or. Uh, it's the economics Wealth book. of Nations. The Wealth of Nations, yeah. that's the one. Thank yeah, you very much. Yeah, I had much. to read it. I was going to blow my brains I, out. I was economics. And, no, don't do that. that was a, no, that was a Easy. wonderful book. And Your I, brains are just I, fine. That should have been. Jesus. <laughs> a do little you need extreme. a hug or something? I'm going to send it to you virtually. We're not, I don't want you to break Right, it, yeah. So. This is a, let's stay within the Sorry, law Sorry, I'm here. very literal. <laughs> so you, um, had a, you had a point. Um, something about Adam Smith. It's gone now. I got too stuck well, on the so, book. I think that the thing is that we all well, we contain contradictions. Civilizations contain contradictions, and they usually fail when their contradictions become become too great, and their civilization itself becomes untenable. Here's an example: a civilization uh, is a city. Civis it means city, and a city is a concentration of people that has become put too great uh, a burden on the ecosystem and can't support itself. And it pulls from the countryside, mm-hmm. right? And it pulls from other resources and other species, and it unsustainably drains the life, like a fucking Dracula monster, from everything else. That's what civilization is. A concentration, an unsustainable concentrations of humans, of homo sapiens, in a place that has no future. Because it draws away, it's, it takes from the future. The only tenable solution that I can think of, and I I have no idea, in fact, it's logically necessary. If that city can't figure out how to act like it belongs on the earth, which means become ecological, which means become symbiotic with other species, it will destroy itself. And I think that's what we're looking at is the the self-destruction, the exposure of contradictions and the self-destruction of a civilization I would rather we work out our contradictions. I think we're doing that in discussion right now mm-hmm. and figure out how to cooperate and how, figure out how to cohere and be one people that's cool to its neighbors. So so we, we talked earlier, you, you uh, when yeah. I was bringing up firing an employee, you said the, the person who you can influence most is yourself, right? Correct. So I think it falls, it falls on minutes. people a lot more, even in private organizations, to come up to a city and say, hey, look, if you're going to pull 10 trees out of our county, if we came together as a collective, as a private collective of citizens, and came to our city council and said, look, you're pulling too many trees out for every one that you plant, now you need to plant two, because that will be that will replace the trees that are there, everybody would be giving 110%. And if everybody gave 110%, there's we probably something good that you're saying. I suspect there is, but it doesn't mean I understand it. Nothing's going to change until people take responsibility for themselves. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, and in fact, I don't think it's accidental that uh, on the right, it's disproportionately almost all of rural America. And I'm a product of rural America. I happen to know from having lived there and living in a city that people who are in rural places and particularly farming places and particularly the people who know how to make shit work, people like my dad, I have definitely noticed in my 50 years of being alive that people who live in rural places are generally typically more competent. And people who are in cities are very concentrated competent. 
because of the specialization of labor brought to us by Adam Smith, when you're in a city, like the, the reason why cities are more, are more competitive is they specialize in labor and they produce with a complex system results that a simple system, while more resilient, it cannot match the hyper-concentrated results. Mm -hmm. It makes sense? Like you couldn't make, Adam Smith's example is a pin. Mm -hmm. Like if you try to make a pin, mm -hmm. you can hardly make any. But if you make a factory, you take 18 people who each do the different jobs, uh -huh. you can make thousands and thousands, ungodly many of them. And that's how industrialization works. We're going to have to reindustrialize, so we better figure it out. Since we have destroyed the global system of distribution for better, for worse, we have this opportunity now. We could get the fuck back to work, put everybody back to work, where we could decide this is the, the bargain I would love to make. The bargain I would love to make in my secret agenda, I hope you were wondering why we all gathered together here. I was, this is my secret plan that West I just figured out. I want us to figure out how to come together as a people, quit fighting, get the back to work where we get to decide. I know people will, fighting doesn't mean you get to have whatever opinion you want, but let's not physically shoot each other. Let's not physically terrorize each other. Concealed carry means you don't put it in somebody's face. Go ahead and do that. I am too. Um, but let's instead, let's focus on and put our primary attention towards making a first-class infrastructure that is as ecological as possible, right? Let's change the light bulbs to light bulbs that draw less power. Let's get people, um, let's live somewhat simpler, sure, but let's also decide to make, prioritize education and make it just the greatest educational system you can goddamn imagine. A job for everybody no handouts for anybody. That's the deal I would make, a job for everybody. And let's recognize that some things like mothering or, or parenting, I should say, not just mothering, but um, parenting kids is one of those things that, or caring for children is one of those things that I think if we prioritize, we don't have an employment problem. If we prioritize health and the things that cause health, we don't have an employment problem. Everybody wants to do awesome things, and there's plenty of work that needs doing. If we make it so that there is a total employment program, democratically decided upon, right, that we decide that Western civilization is something we could actually do, I think we should try it. I think we should try thinking for ourselves and acting together. I think that is the Western tradition. I think learning from every tradition under the sun is the Western tradition. And I think that gathering to these shores in this particular country, America, this great idea where you have the smarts of the countryside, the tinkerers, the farmers, smart people of all sorts, right, can come together and welcome even the, peop the best of the people who want to come here. Some of the best things that have ever happened to this country came from somewhere else. Some of them were indigenous to this place. That means they came here tens of thousands of years earlier. But whatever, everybody, we haven't been around forever, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody's an immigrant. Even when you go back far enough, it's even Native Americans. We don't have to be so goddamn many of us. That is true. We made too many of us. We screwed the pooch. We can't sustain this level of population. Shit. And how we work out this contradiction with our now limited resources, how we figure out how to deal with the very real possibility of scarcity, how we deal with the fact that people really are killing themselves. Um, and I think the only way we do so is by meaningful work and by living in the most 
awesome way by example that is con creates contagious cooperation and communicates by means of pro-social, highly contagious memes and makes cooperation more fun than Burning Man. That's my idea. I want to leave the whole five minutes you guys have to have the last word. I talked too much this whole time. I think we should touch back on that um, universal employment program another day because that, that sounds like a long topic. But universally, I think this discourse that we're having, at the very least, these types of conversations are what we should be seeing in our government right now. Yeah. Not not bills being blocked, not not well, issues that were nonpartisan becoming partisan. I think all partisan issues are garbage and they should just be issues. <laughs> yeah. There there are, it's it's you and I yeah. with your opinions and my opinions and, and Alan's opinions here versus the problem, not my solution versus your solution. Right, right, right. All for one oh one for all, so to speak. So to speak. Yeah. I think next time we do this I'm gonna do that live video and see if I can oh I thought that's what we were doing well I did do the live video but see if there's a way that I can that you can patch your is there a way that you could patch your sound into this anyway because people have they seem to find it interesting and I they're think asking that's questions great. they're asking oh questions. what are the questions you want to hit them because let's go even a little over time communist fallacies 101 competition is inherently destructive Oh, hold on, hold on. Resources are only distributed. Can you say them created. such that? Can you say them distinctly so they're easy to understand? I'm not going to try to answer them, unless you, unless we decide we want to. What would you get? Well, just one of the fallacy? comments was hard to hear, but then oh. uh, the, somebody Russell oh, was uh, Russell was. I like the discussion. The flaw in the argument is to litigate the past. It implies that there isn't enough wrong with the present. Well, that's kind of cool. I like that. I mean, we should probably focus most on the present. Russell's an articulate guy. Right. Yeah. I mean, of course, if you want the Western tradition, which was what we were talking about, Western civilization's a good idea. We should try it. We're trying it in the present. Mm -hmm. And then the idea of the past is we study history so we'll be more effective in the present. And I think that's the synthesis that respects uh, Russell's suggestion, which is a good one, that we focus on the present. Peggy says, tell that guy to shut up. <laughs> Peggy is right. Peggy, you who are listening, I am so sorry. And Micah says the gun topic is the most common place I personally collide with people. And it's one of the few places I'm not interested in hearing the fairy tale version of why you don't need guns. Well, I don't oh, think yeah. you heard the part where, actually, today again, you're the right. only one carrying because I left my pistol in the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I know. And I, I, I'm kind of a fan of the Second Amendment, just to be clear. I do think that if you brandish a weapon or if you wear it in a physically obvious way and you're not in law enforcement or, you, like, it just, there's definitely, it can affect conversation and it can be terrifying. If oh. a person brandishes a weapon or, or, we carries it in a way that scares kids like if you bring it into my kids class there's probably going to be an issue this is too funny this is too yeah, funny if i may yeah okay people making out is okay for you but not for you and maybe people open carrying firearms is, is okay for you maybe not but Definitely. So I don't personally mind it. You don't okay, have but, a right. You don't have a constitutional but, right to make out in front of. Well, us. here's here's the thing. Whether that's true or not. No, no, I'm not saying you don't have the right to. It's to it's just it's just interesting yeah. that yeah, that's you your position right sort of flipped right there. It just bums people out. You know, and and it bums people out. Some people who are not comfortable with homosexuality. We're in Portland, and a lot of people are very comfortable with it. I don't really care. 
right. you know, at all what you do, you know, behind closed doors. I don't want to see a straight couple necking on each other. I don't particularly care to see a gay couple necking on each right. other. It's it's just it was interesting to see that that we have a community culture. Every shift. place has its own right ideas, and whether it's considered like there's definitely like in Uruguay, there's not that much demonstration of affection. People don't walk around holding yeah, hands. Well, and I just, I just want to finish too, and yeah. it comes back to I think that point where we think it's appropriate because if I go to Union, yeah. Oregon, and I keep my three fifty seven on my hip. Nobody, nobody not a police officer, yeah. nobody is going to give a shit. Nobody cares. If I yeah. walk down Woodstock out here, people right. are going to panic. They are. They will lose their and shit. And it has to do with, I think it has to do with what's accustomed. And it's actually your argument, Alan, if I understand it correctly. What people are accustomed to um, is the local culture. What they are accustomed to, the local customs. And the local custom might not be open carry. Because people may have just worked it out. They're like, it scares the kids. And it would be an argument that I would imagine might be a little persuasive, right? Like you can wear a jacket and have a shoulder holster or wear a, like maybe you carry something that, that doesn't offend people. It's just an option. If you care about how it affects people, you still get to do it. It's in the Constitution. You get to do it. But you might be interested in how it affects people because it matters how it lands. Because, right? it's, because it's gross. It's, yeah. it's gross to just go out and offend people. It's gross to just... To not... Yeah. To, it's, it's gross yeah. to be a guy and go neck on your boyfriend but, in front of a church. Yeah. You know, right. you're violating... Is. You're them violating some of the citizens' rights to bear arms or to carry guns uh, here and there. So that, that has a way of spreading. So before it, like, before it mm -hmm. makes its way to Texas, I'm going to, like, go to places where it's... Well, here's the difficulty with that, though. Like, if you're in a place, if you want people in a place to kind of be able to decide what are the fair mores in that place, within reason. Like, in this place, uh, like, if, if you wanted to believe in the place where anybody gets to go without a shirt, nobody should be scared by boobies, anybody can be without, can be male boobies, mm -hmm. female boobies, everybody's boobies are, are welcome here. Yes, that's or pro booby, whatever. Booby's fine, yeah. If I'm you're in a place, like, but people decide that, and then in another place, they might be like, God, that really, we don't like that, mm -hmm. and then they get to decide that too, because America, because right? Freedom. And then we fall back to that small government, and this city right. can do that, and the state can yeah. do this, and whatever. You decide right. what's okay in your own area, right? And and then there's then there's just a matter of Together. modesty and, and agreement, like. Um, and back to back to guns and and uh, and I hate to just continue to compare the two, but I'm a big fan of uh, out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, you know, because it gets me along here. Yeah, it's easier to open carry my pistol, and I can do that in in Eastern right. Oregon. But here, I just don't want the con confrontation. Well, and I don't even know that it's a pistol that's going to be a problem. So. Well, an AR, whatever, you know, because I, I, I can yeah. still. I have and these change. These may change right. after this plague. It may be normal. Like, I have to tell you, I'm wearing, like, in my jeans now, because I'm in my uh, marriage before uh, I was uh, dating somebody who was much more fashion conscious than me. Uh, I am, again, doing this. But, uh, so I, I don't know. I'm trying to step up my game a little bit and wear pants that aren't quite so ugly as the ones I usually wear. But that means that the pistol that I carry now... Prince. It shows. It shows, yeah. yeah Prince. Prince. Oh, I didn't know that word. Yeah. I mean, I know the word Prince, but in yeah. that... yeah. That's a good kind of a way of saying it. Uh, yeah, and, well, and, it, and it's it's a more discreet too. Like somebody, somebody said, I walk into a room and you were to say I'm printing. You know, I could, oh, I could I adjust my shirt rather than somebody oh. say, Hey, your firearm is showing. You know, alert the whole. Good word. Right? Oh, I learned something. 
Um, yeah, that's cool. Well, and I'm learning about this. There's nothing like getting your, your life threatened to make you... Like, I, it was my privilege to not carry for many, many years. I, I, of course, I supported people's right to do so, but I preferred not to. You know, just like it seems very cool that sometimes people... Uh, engage in a Sabbath and don't do anything commercial and I've tried it a few times and like had no money on me and not even keys and I'm like it's great actually just to be relaxed and not do that mm -hmm. hard to remember that during this whole plague thing when we'd really like to just have like a cool life please yeah go to the cafe or whatever the fuck uh -huh. have our lives back again to uh, I forget her name you're right I talk too much and I'm sorry Pe uh, Peggy? Peggy. Was You're it Peggy? Right, Peggy. Oh, Peggy. Yeah. Peggy's very right. <laughs> to Peggy's credit. Okay, I think we're we're a bit over the time. Yeah. Um, but we should we should pick up on that universal employment program next time. Oh, great. Great. Yeah, let's talk about that. Because I yeah, I think some people will be absolutely unable to take that bet. Uh, yeah. Yeah, well yeah, we'll we'll we'll, we'll save we'll, we'll leave it. it a cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah, that's a good So one. until next time. Until yeah. next time. Who yeah, what, what, okay. Swahili for freedom. Swahili for freedom. <laughs> All right. All right.